Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 127 and it's feeling festive. It's getting very festive and that episode number is getting quite a mouthful. It, it is. It, it is. I know, 127, that I don't know, it just seems like a large number. Large number and you think of the many hours of just... Oh, rampant voice. BS coming out of my uh-huh. mouth. <laughs> As we mentioned at the at the end, rather of, of the last play episode, December's Monday experiment shows would be all about having a slow December and just sort of taking a moment every day amidst the festivities and the busyness that December often is to slow down and you know be present and take a breath and take a, a moment for yourself. And we took such a big moment for ourselves <laughs> last week that we just forgot. <laughs> to publish last Monday's episode. So uh, if you were wondering, if you were missing something, you weren't. We were. It was very meta of us to miss that episode. It was. It was kind because of... I mean, look, and to be fair, last weekend was probably one of the busiest weekends just traditionally year. for us. Yeah. Um, it was our son's birthday and we had... First weekend of December. December is always, always for us. Like There's just a lot of family things that happen mm. at that time of year. Yeah. And we, you know, it wasn't stressful. Because we were we were prepared, we knew that it was coming because it's always that way. But it was full, so uh, yeah, it was kind of like we woke up on uh, I think it was Tuesday. I feel like we missed something. Yeah. Yeah, the pog passed. The poggy. Uh, so we apologise for that. But I think the good news is it means that we're taking our own advice because it was um, yeah, it was it was nice to not have an additional kind of factor last week. In saying that, though, you know, in the last play episode, I did list four ways that we were suggesting that, you know, everyone, well, not everyone, actually, that we could could slow down every day. And they were things like, first one was two minutes of deep, slow breathing, just taking that time to kind of really fill your lungs and fill your belly with air uh, and pay attention to how you felt while you were doing it and afterwards. The second one was phones off and out of sight when eating alone. And it was that alone part that was quite important because I think, I mean, we, we have a no, we have a no phones at the table rule anyway, but often I found that when I'm eating by myself, the phone will find its way onto the table and I'll, you know, do social media or emails or whatever while I'm eating. So that ability to just sit and eat and pay attention to what I was doing and thinking and feeling over lunch was a, another really good opportunity to not have to add anything to our day in order to slow down, just use that time better. Um, the third one was making time to just sit and listen to a favorite piece of music. That's it. Just slow down and, and do that. Uh, and the fourth one was commit to more single tasking mm. every day. Uh, and if you don't do anything in terms of single tasking, just, you know, there would be doing one thing mm. a day. And I've always kind of tried for the last few years to do something anyway, but it's like a matter of adding something into that. So in saying that, how did you, how have you gone with it? So we've had about a week and a half now, haven't we? Yeah, of just... Of, of 
little, yeah. like a little yeah. pocket of slow every day. Re- listening to you read that list, in my mind, I'm thinking of more occasions where I've done the opposite. Okay. <laughs> in the last week. Fair enough. Uh, but in saying that, I'm also uh, mindful and can and can give you a few examples of, of how I haven't, but I haven't been mindful enough at the moment. Do you think that's because you're busy? Like, yep. Yeah. Just plain and simple. Yeah. Busy. But I have been some things that I'm really, I feel really ashamed of huh. past days because of we're supposed to be doing this and, and I've been doing the opposite. Get mm. this. Okay. Mm. Watching the um, graduation, no, it's not really a graduation. What do you call it? The kids, like presentation kids presentation day. day yeah. today. I looked at my phone halfway through. <laughs> you did. And that was terrible, really, really terrible. I felt so bad afterwards because I, I knew it was wrong when I was doing it. Mm. Yet I just kept doing it. Well, I kept, I did it, but I don't feel very good about that. And okay. I, I want people to know about it. I think though, paying attention to that sort of stuff and real, like even if you're still, even if you found yourself doing it, the fact that you're aware of it and the fact that you're aware of it making you feel bad is probably the most important shift mentally to make because now, now you know that if you did it again, like if we were at something else and you and checked your phone. And the thing is, yeah, I did. I don't think a lot of people saw me do it. Oh, no, other no, than you. you didn't make a phone call. Like it, no. you, it was just a reflex thing. But it's it it's. It's what I do when I'm super busy. Right. It's hard to yeah. switch off. Yeah. Like literally switch so it's, off. It's actually, this is almost the worst month slash the best month to be doing this. This experiment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you've got the most to gain from it, but it's also the most challenging because you've got the most to gain from exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So what else, what else have you found yourself doing? What good things have you found yourself doing? Don't beat yourself up over yeah, it. Yeah, sure. No, I, I, the listening to music, mm. I've, I've been very mindful and have done that um, most days. Yeah. Um, and I've got, you know, I'm, I'm starting to listen to music that I listened to when I was younger as well, like punk bands and things <laughs> like that, which is weird. It's really not strange. Weird. But funny that I'm, it's quite nice because with music, and I think it's, a lot of people have the same thing is when you hear a song you you trans you you think back of where you mm. not first heard it but you know put yourself back it's a memory or a yeah, time just a significant or, yeah. time when that was was on and it's been fun to do that and to it's almost like it's the equivalent of having stuff to look at you know and yeah. you get transformed back to that time it's like an order auditory, auditory souvenir yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> we coined the term auditory uh, souvenir. <laughs> so what like what what bands have you been listening to this week? Bands like No Effects. Yep. I've listened to their new album and then cuz it's just so political at the moment yeah. and they're talking about political things so, and I just went back into their back catalog and started listening to it. I was listening to Nirvana the other day. Yeah. How weird is that? Oh, uh, it's like but I think two things. I think we're at that age now where you start to get not nostalgic in like a bad sense or in like a the, the best years of my life kind of sense, but you you feel a fondness for that era. You know, enough time has passed that you don't still feel like that awkward 15-year-old, you know. Mm. Uh, but also I think that there is a big nostalgia kick that is tied to the time of like when we were teenagers. The yep. 90s and early 2000s are really coming back in. Mm. You look at music and fashion and stuff and you like listen to music that is being, being played in – 
young, young people's places <laughs> and they're listening to albums that I loved at 15 years old, but they're listening to them ironically, mm. which is kind of fun and embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I still I, listen to them unironically. And yeah, I, I try not to sort of get too stuck in the past, but I, and I've also been listening to you know more recent stuff. But it's okay, I wasn't uh, having a because no, no, I just want to give this example. So the um, band Odessa, 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 Odessa. There was a song on that that we listened to a lot in Canada earlier in the year, and every time I think mm. about it or listen to it, I think back then. So that's been nice as well. Mm. It's quite. It's almost like a form of meditation. You know, it is when you're doing it mindfully and intentionally. Mm. You're sitting down to listen to a piece of music or a song, uh, in order to kind of get transported. It is. Mm. It's. I think it's a lovely thing to do. Mm. I do it all the time, and I don't think I'd necessarily would have called it like a mindfulness, but I think it's it's like a single tasking or a you know an immersion in a feeling or a moment or a memory, mm. and all of those things. And this is something that I'm getting really passionate about. Mindful living or intentional living or, you know, being present, it doesn't have to be anything, A, that is super difficult and it doesn't have to be anything that's like an an official practice. You know, it can just be. Don't get me wrong. I have so much love for things like meditation and yoga and like walking mindfulness practices and stuff, but you don't need for those things to be, you know, at the forefront of your mind Mm. in order for you to to live mindfully, you know, mm. it can just be a, something as simple as paying attention, uh, you know, or giving notice to, to what it is that you're doing. And if that thing is listening to a piece of music or a song that you love, that's brilliant. Mm. You know, I think, I think it's great to see the definition of mindful living kind of taking a step back from everything that needs to be know, serious or structured mm. or something. And it's just as simple as paying attention. The theme of rituals, you, we tie quite closely to a slow, slow living and mm. mindfulness, don't we? And I've loved the, the ritual that we do around Christmas, like a lot of people would do, um, putting up the tree and mm-hmm. decorating and having music on when we're doing that. Yeah. For, for, you know, that's, that's lovely as well. And that's, that's, that's beautiful single tasking. It is, it? Yeah. yeah. And it is single tasking doing things like that. You know, you're choosing to be all in. You're choosing to put on the music. You're choosing to to spend that time with your family. And like, there's probably 10 other things that you could be doing that time of year, but you're choosing to be there and choosing mm. to be present. And I think that that's a really powerful and empowering thing to realize. Don't you? Like, oh, absolutely. Because we can't be in 10 places at once. We can't be doing 10 things at once. So rather than fighting that and feeling that tension, it's really nice to be able to just kind of soften into whatever you're choosing to do in the moment and know that when it's done, you can move on to something else. Uh, and I feel like, I don't know, I think you get to go deeper when you do that and you also get to do more. Not that that's the reason to do it, but you, you do become more effective in the, you know, the time you're spending with people or the things that you're doing because you're, you're giving it all in that moment. So I think, yeah, single tasking similarly, it just doesn't need to be a big thing. It can just be being present. Yeah. Mm. What's been something that you've been impressed or, or not so impressed with yourself over the past week? Of that list of four things that I went through a minute ago, I think number one, three, and four I'm doing pretty regularly. The phones, phone on the table thing yeah. has been my downfall 
this um, this past week or so. Yeah. And for me, that's I, I know when I'm doing things like that, it's a stress kind of coping mechanism. And I don't do it to, to work. I do it to escape work. Like I'll find myself trawling the front page of Reddit or, um, you know, flicking through Facebook or something that is basically a form of mental procrastination yes. while I'm eating lunch. Yes. And I think that's, I don't know, it's almost like a, a symptom of me being overwhelmed. And it's completely self-sabotaging because what I need when I'm overwhelmed is to sit there without any input. But what I find myself doing is like I've got like a, I don't know, this cycle of websites that I visit, you know, and I go through two or three cycles while I eat my lunch. And uh, I would be best served not doing that. But I mean, the breathing, I do that a lot. Uh, And the music, I do that a lot. I listen to a lot of music. Uh, And single tasking, I'm, you know, I'm fairly, fairly good at at doing, tapping into during the day. Uh, Yeah, but the, the phone thing, probably, I need to pay more attention to. So I think given the fact that it's, like a busy time. It is a busy time. We're doing well. When we do well, it makes a difference. So it's more about just continuing to put it at the top of mind rather than, than kind of waiting until we're completely overwhelmed. I'll tell you the other thing that has helped a lot, and I've had quite a bit of feedback from people, is the Forest app that I spoke about a few episodes ago. Oh, yeah. So I've been using that every day. And I, I'm working on my second book at the moment. The first one literally just got sent to the printers on Wednesday. Uh, and I'm, so I'm working on my second book. And I can only kind of give that two hours maximum a day. So that means I really need to go all out for that time. But as I said, when I get overwhelmed, I tend to procrastinate. This Forest app has been phenomenal. And it, it really, I feel like I spend almost those whole two hours single tasking on my writing which I, I just haven't been doing because I've been feeling kind of overwhelmed. So the app, um, for those of you who, who maybe missed it when I was talking about it a few weeks ago, you get to build a forest or you grow a forest uh, every day or every week and you can set a time, say 20 minutes, and in that time, if you pick up your phone, you your tree dies. I did a terrible job of explaining Yeah, that. no, you, you've explained it before. Yeah, so anyway, we, yeah, yeah. so it has... <laughs> My trip, my, my forest is not dying. My forest is flourishing. Go, so, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's, that has actually helped a lot. So, you know, if you find yourself kind of reaching for your phone every time you hit a roadblock or an obstacle or you get distracted, uh, you know, because I think it becomes a habit, it's, that app is really, really, really good for breaking that twitch. But I think, honestly, if we can continue on throughout the rest of December on a similar trajectory... I mean, I, like, we're only, we're I'll only, feel okay. We are really getting to the, the real busy end of December. So it's going to be interesting over the next week. I feel like... The Challenge book, accepted, yeah, Brooke okay. says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think that's, that's where we're at. Good but stuff. I know it's, it's, a, it's a funny one. It's a, a kind of a quiet experiment. It's not that easy to hashtag or take a photo of. But if you do, if you want to let us know what you're up to, just use the hashtag slow home experiment. And, you know, enjoy your week. Take a, take a minute every day. Listen to some music. Listen to some Nirvana. <laughs> Have a good week. See ya.